on what's really important today, and that is the Word of God. Amen. I hope everybody's doing well, and I hope you understand uh, when we challenge people to, to read the Bible, there's no judgment on that, and um, as you know, <laughs> I didn't make it this year, and so I'm, I'm, I'm not happy about that, but, but I want you to know that uh, you're in the same boat with me. Amen? <clears throat> All right. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you, there's so much in the, in the Bible. Everybody needs to read it. All right, let's go to Psalm number 119. This morning message is, is entitled this, uh, Ambassadors with Authority. Ambassadors with Authority. That's what the Christian is, an ambassador for Christ. Ambassadors with Authority. Look at this now. It says in Psalm 119, verse 160, 160, that's, that's quite a... Quite a chapter. Anybody memorize that yet? <laughs> All right. It says, <clears throat> Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. In the Bible is our sole authority of faith and practice. The Bible is what gives us our authority if you want to see something on paper. Now, Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 20. It says this. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled. Now, the fact is that if you're going to if you're going to know God, you've only got two sources. You either have to read the Bible or you have to hear a testimony from an authoritative person, a witness. We're witnesses for the Lord. We read the Bible. Of course, when somebody received Christ in, into their heart, they have the possession and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But if you go by religion, there's too many of them in the world today. There's too much confusion out there. If you, I've had people ask me, well, which one is right? Oh, yeah, they've, they've rejected me many times because they say, oh, you're just another religious person. Uh, we've, we've had those come to our door many times and, and uh, you think you're right. That's good for you. Yeah, that's the way you see it. Well, that's what you think and that's just the way you perceive it. And uh, that's good for you. Good, good to have. That's fine. That's fine. But that doesn't mean what you're telling me I have to have. That's just what you believe. That's what you believe. That's what you say. That's frustrating when you see people with that kind of bitter, bitter heart. They can't believe anything because they don't trust anybody because they've been lied to so many times. You can't get your religion from man. Man-made religion is wrong. It's absolute wrong. It's all wrong. We don't get our religion from humanity. We get our religion from God. God gave us a faith once for all delivered unto the saints. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. There's only one way to get baptized. There's only one Jesus. There's only one faith, meaning uh, everybody uh, makes much about this faith-based issue. I understand what they're saying. But there's only one faith. The Bible says there's only one faith. 
What faith do you think that is? It's not man-made faith. It's not man-based. It's based in God's gift. He gave us what to believe. He, he gave us the faith that is in Christ Jesus. He gave us religion, the right religion. And the Bible says true religion and undefiled before God is this, that a, that a man would uh, visit the fatherless and widows in their afflictions. Is that right? Boy, you want to know what real religion does to you. <laughs> it doesn't make you wear a robe. <laughs> it, do, it, it doesn't make you the, make the sign of the cross. That's not what religion does to you. What religion does, real religion, it gives you a peace in the heart. You start loving widows and loving the fatherless and taking care of God's people. Amen. That's what real religion does. Real religion is what Jesus gave us. We're ambassadors with authority. You realize how, how, how authoritative our message is? Do you realize if, if you stood all the religions in the world up and, and they were all in a line on the stage today and every representative from every religion, every other religion, do you know I'd be the only one, right? He said, oh, you're crazy. Yes, I am. Uh, but no, uh, uh, if, if you hold up the Bible and then you hold up Roman Catholicism, Jehovah's Witnessism, and uh, Buddhism, and then you go over here and you get to the Mormon doctrines, and you, all the all the Islam guy he's standing here, and all these representatives of all these religions. Guess what? God doesn't recognize any of it, and He doesn't recognize me as a person either. He recognizes what God gave me. You know, Paul said that, and you you could put a Jewish priest right here, a Hasidic Jew, an Islam. Uh, a Buddhist, uh, a Mormon, a, Jeho a Jehovah's Witness, and then you could put um, the Roman Catholic Pope over here, and you could have a representative of all these major religions, and guess what? None of them are right. You say, how, how dare you say that in church? Because it's man-made religion. Now, I'm not saying that some of the stuff that they do isn't good. You know, there was a guy here uh, years ago in our county, and he got a bunch of people from his church together and they went and gave light bulbs to people. I thought, great. That's really nice. Good job. And, uh, and I don't, they, they might have, they might have, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not criticizing. But that's not what gives people to heaven. They criticize us for giving the gospel out. But they made the news and passed out light bulbs. I don't understand that. It's okay, though. Nothing wrong with light. I, I got it. I got it. It's okay. But if, but if you're going to get the church people together and you're going you, to give light bulbs to people, I think you can do better than that. I, I think you, can get, you, know, you could use it, I guess, as a, as, a, as a prop to say, hey, listen, Jesus is the light and we walk in the light. I'm sure you could make that work. But there's a lot of religion out there that's just absolutely useless. It does people no good whatsoever. There was a man in the church, he uh, unfortunately lost his little boy. And um, uh, he, his little boy died. And uh, uh, one of his relatives 
gave the Catholic Church there in town $1,000 in order that they might say a mass for the child to get the child out of purgatory. If that's not the biggest money-making scheme in the world, I don't know what is. You take somebody with a broken heart and you use that broken-heartedness to get money out of their pocket to get something done that can never be done, that's, that, that is charlatanism. That is, that, that is absolute crime in, 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 in religious, uh, you know, the, according to the Bible. I think it's a crime. I think it's a crime. Telling somebody, if you give us $1,000, we'll say a few words, we'll throw some smoke in the air, and uh, we'll light a candle, and uh, we'll try to get that little boy out of purgatory. I'm sorry. Listen, I don't have to apologize. I don't know. What, we, what we've been given in the Bible is true religion, and you and I are ambassadors with authority. We have authority. What we, what we believe is authoritative. It is not just one of many uh, pathways to God. It's not one of many things that you can believe. The more things out there that you can believe is nothing but a recipe for confusion. Man-made religion is absolutely wrong. God-given religion, that's what saves. What are those man-made religions? I've just made, made mention of so many, but many women, men and women uh, have tried to improve or change what God gave to us. And that can't be done. When God gave us our, our faith, I would say, he, he gave it to a, compl a complete, completely. There's no other additions. God didn't say, well, now I'm going to teach you how to, how to get saved, but you have to do something else and add on to that to go to heaven. That's not, did you know the Church of Christ teaches that you cannot go to heaven unless you got baptized? That's wrong doctrine. That's wrong. Nobody has to get baptized in order to go to heaven. And we, we teach that, we show it from the Bible, but yet the religions of the world, my goodness, there's so many of them and it's really tragic. But we are not ambassadors for other religions. We're ambassadors for Jesus Christ. That's the, that's the most wonderful, authoritative thing I've ever done in my life. To, to, to be a person that received Christ as, as, as his Savior and then go out and be an ambassador for him. Uh, these other religions, I'm sorry, they don't have any authority. Let, let me tell you what happened. One day, uh, Randy, uh, Randy Donahue, we were moving him into an apartment. He used to be our song leader. He's in Oklahoma with his wonderful family. While we were moving him into his upstairs apartment, he had moved, moved into the town, um, and so, as, as it goes, there was some Mormon missionaries that came by. And in order for them to make friends with us, they began to ask if we'd like some help. And we said, okay, yeah, let's do this. And they were two young, good-looking boys, you know, and they had their name tags on and their backpacks. They put their bicycles and backpacks down, and we shook hands, and I, we sure do need the help. And they, of course, were manipulating us, and they didn't know they were getting manipulated. <laughs> but we, we, we were really friendly to them. Everything was above board, and they helped us move 
and we worked, and they were working up quite a sweat. So they did invite us to, the, to their church. I said, but now wait a minute. Um, uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about, about the Lord Jesus. Do you know, make a long story short, they had no authority other than Joseph Smith. Our authority is in Christ Jesus. Our gospel comes from him. We don't have a man-made religion. And listen, bless their heart, they didn't know what to say. If you confront them with the truth of the gospel, you find out there's many people that have a different story, a different testimony. In fact, on some of their literature, it says another testament. And we don't have another gospel. We don't have another religion. We have uh, ambassadorship. You and I, as Christian brothers and sisters, we represent the real one. The, the real, real truth of the, of the world, the gospel, the only gospel there is. There isn't three or four different gospels to choose from. There's only one gospel. There's only one Savior. There's only one faith that saves. Satan, I believe, has spread a lot of powerful confusion in this world. Doubt and fear and sin. He's really powerful in that way. God has given him that power. But where sin abounded, right? Grace did much more abound. We have a better gospel than anyone in the world. There's nobody that's ever come up. By the way, you know why our gospel is not uh, man-made because man would never do that man would never ever call himself completely lost and naturally uh, uh, an enemy of God in the flesh and then and then preach to himself this message that he has to get saved outside of himself or he'll go to hell man would never come up with that that story is, that's, that's not something man dreamt up. The religions of the world are stories and uh, they're so-called so gospels with little g's that have no authority. We have the authority of the Lord. We have the true ambassadorship from God. We have authority. How can we make such a bold claim? People have criticized uh, Baptist preachers and, and strong Christian brothers and sisters that love the Lord. And they say, oh, you're arrogant. Oh, you're boastful. You, you think you're the only ones that are right. I don't think I'm the only one that's right. I, I, there's, there's thousands of us. Millions of us. I just think everybody that doesn't receive Jesus Christ as their Savior is wrong. I think everybody that doesn't believe God gave us uh, the word of God with all authority, I think they're wrong. Do you, know, do you know what Joseph Smith said? He said that when he put down, if you really read it, um, he, has the, he has the Bible, and then he has the pearl of great price and the doctrine of covenants. And uh, I think there's another, uh, I can't remember, the doctrine of covenant, pearl of great price. And he said in his little statements, Joseph Smith was not a very smart man. He actually was killed as a horse thief in a barn and shot to death by a bunch of guys that finally caught up with him. And everywhere there was a bullet in his, in his underwear. Uh, the Mormon uh, church teaches that their priests have to wear what they call holy underwear garments. And there's a hole wherever the bullet was in Joseph Smith's underwear. They wear that secretly. They do that. And I'm just, I'm just letting you know. 
This is spooky. All those guys that ride around in those bikes and stuff and all those so-called priests, they got to wear special, uh, special long, long underwear. It's, it looks like the old loggers, you know. The, 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 I don't, I don't, anything it was, it was in the 1800s. That guy, that guy got shot. Now, they have no authority. He said, Joseph Smith said, that, that his words were just as authoritative as the Bible. He said his words were just as authoritative as Jesus Christ. Wrong. Wrong. I don't care what a religious person, guru, cleric, priest, rabbi, anybody. Anybody that comes up with anything and puts it on paper and says this is authoritative. That goes against the Bible. You throw that out and keep the Bible. They have no authority. We have the final authority. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians again, chapter number 10. You know, it's, it's awful nice to know that uh, somebody has sent us with, with all authority. All right, 2 Corinthians 10 and verse number 18. For not, for not he that can commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. We, we have commendation from the Lord. God says, I put my hand on my prophet. I put my hand on the apostle Paul. I, I commend you. I am giving you all authority. It's amazing how God has given us authority. Look at uh, Titus chapter number 2. 2 Timothy and then Titus. Look at, look at Titus chapter number 2 and verse number 15. Now, Paul told us in the Bible that we have authority from God. He says, these things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. You see that, everybody? Please, you see that? These things, these things. Hey, Titus. You preach this. These things speak, exhort, rebuke with how, what authority? All authority. Let no man despise thee. We're living in a world that likes to drag people down and say, Oh, you're just one of the other religions. You're just one of the other people. How do you know what you're saying is true? How do you know that this Bible is the right one? How do you know that your religion isn't any better than the next one and the next one and the next one? How could you possibly say that you have more authority? Oh, you guys are so proud and you're so, so arrogant. You think you're the only ones right. And uh, that's not true. I think God's the only one right. Jesus is the only one right. This Bible is the only one right. And all other religious material in the whole world must be subject to the Word of God. Has to be. Did you know we got our laws in the Constitution from the Bible? Did you know that still, no matter what they say in, in any, any country, I'll just take, I'll pick America, did you realize that they say, well, you got to get God out of the schools and you got to get him off the, 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 the uh, institutions. You got to get his name off of everything. You got to regrind out all that marble. Get that Bible out of our lives and get it away. 
And the reason is because they know it's authoritative. They know that we have authority from the Word of God. It's so sad that what, what our country, and it's still wrong to murder somebody. Would you agree with that? They say, well, that's just because uh, your rights stop where my nose starts, or whatever they say. You know, my, uh, your, your freedom ends where my, uh, my boundary is. No, that's not true. That's not true. Listen, we're not, we're not, we're not a bunch of um, people that, that run a country where the, the survival of the fittest, that's not how we run things around here. We run it by the law, and we got the law from God. And it's still wrong to kill somebody in anger or murder somebody. Is that right? It's still wrong. Where did we get that? Oh, well, down through the centuries, man decided that it wasn't really a good thing to kill people. Is that right? No, no, no. God said, thou shalt not kill. God said that. And so we have authority. We have all authority. Any religion that started after Jesus, let me say this now, any religion, I'm talking about a type of a faith, that started after Jesus started his church, is man-made. It's true. It's true. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a popular guy. Any religion that started after Jesus Christ started his is false. If it doesn't relate specifically to what Jesus said, if it doesn't follow what he said, what he said to go that you have to uh, accept to go to heaven. If, if, if he said, go ye therefore into all the world and teach the, the, the gospel to every creature and, and teach them and baptize all nations and teach all nations whatsoever I've commanded you and lo, I'm with you always. He says, ye shall receive power. He said, all power is given unto me. Jesus said, go ye therefore. You see how we, you and I are an ambassador for the, the Lord Jesus Christ? i got to tell you something. I'm really, really, really glad that I am a Christian. This world needs more Christians. This world needs more Bible believers. This world needs more Bibles. We have authority. Look at this now. I want, to, I want to show you what Paul said about this because he was a, he was a man that he grew up in the Jews' religion and I like how he put that, the Jews' religion, which wasn't his anymore. Wasn't his. He left it. Like Brother Carlson said this morning, he divorced that religion. He got, he got something brand new. And I want you to see this. Look at Galatians. In the book of Galatians, in chapter number 1, verse. well, we'll start with verse 1. This is a fascinating um, mindset that Paul had. He left his old religion. Why? It didn't save. It didn't do anything for him. Some religions do nothing but take from people. Jesus gave us a religion that gives to people. Jesus gave himself. When you, when you trust Christ as your Savior, you get everything. You don't have to give in order to get saved, you have to receive the gift of eternal life. Is that right? Jesus came to give. That's the religion that we have. That Jesus gave us salvation. Jesus gave us eternal life. Jesus gave us the forgiveness of sin. We, we didn't. This is not man-made. This isn't something. 
I didn't, for, I didn't save myself. I, 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 didn't, I didn't even know about God. I had no idea what he said. I'd never read the Bible. I, I had bits and smattering spots and pieces and little, like a jigsaw puzzle with three left, you know. I had an empty box. There was a couple of jigsaw puzzles in there. I didn't know the whole picture. I couldn't put nothing together. I didn't know what the Bible was for. My family didn't know what, much of about it. And it was just a smattering little bits and pieces here and there. I'm telling you, I'm, I I've got, almost got the whole picture now. Amen. I mean, this, this, uh, this, is, like a, this is like a thousand piece puzzle. And it's almost finished. You know what I mean? The picture of life. There's, there's yet to come a few things that the Bible says. I haven't got it all put together yet, but I love what, I've, I, love what I see. Don't you? Don't you love the picture that God wrote for us? You say it's like a tapestry. A little boy, you know, a little girl sitting there and her mom's uh, doing a cross stitch. You ever seen the underside of a cross stitch? Or what do you call it, tapestry? That's a mess under there. You ever see the bottom side of one of them pictures? Man, they make a lot of mistakes and switchbacks and everything. That's all we see right now, seemingly. And one day, we're going to take the tapestry down that cross stitch. Oh, there it is. It's all beautiful. You put, by that, that's the side you put on the outside of the pillow. You don't put the other side out. I know. I know very little, but what I do know, I'm glad I know it. I know one thing. Jesus gave us a religion that's not man-made. Look at Galatians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle, not of men. Did you see that? Paul, an apostle, not of men. Man didn't make uh, Paul an apostle. God did it. Neither by man, but by Jesus Christ unto God the Father, who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God our Father and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you unto the under the grace of Christ, unto what? Another gospel. Paul said, I'm not chosen by man, and we didn't get our gospel from man. We got it from God. And I told you that, and I can't believe how fast, how soon ye are removed, it says, uh, from, from Christ, called you from uh, unto the grace of Christ, unto another gospel. Boy, hang on to that gospel you have. It's, it's, it means a lot more than you think it does. Look at verse 7. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would what? Pervert the gospel of Christ. That's what man-made religion does. It's nothing but perversion. It's false. It's plastic. You say, well, I, I don't... I don't really want to come across as somebody with authority. That's okay. You don't have to come across like that. Just make sure you know you have it. You don't have to give the gospel out offensively, but you do have all authority. You know, there's something in, in our government I think is neat. You got all these foreign countries out there, right? 
the president gets to pick and hire his own personal ambassador to that country. And if things change, uh, the, pre the previous president has chosen ambassadors, all those ambassadors' jobs are going to be up. Uh, maybe, maybe all of them, many of them, but then the new president gets to pick his own personal ambassador. And I'm glad we're not ambassadors for somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> we're ambassadors for Jesus. And he's not president. He's God. You know, he's, he's, not, he's not some foreign country advisor. He's God Almighty, and you and I are ambassadors for Christ Jesus. I've never been more happy to be saved as the world just goes nuts. But we are his ambassadors. Now look, if it says, but though we are an angel from heaven, verse number eight, please, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be accursed. You know what he was claiming there, don't you? Uh, absolute authority. Listen, we, we, we're Christians. We, we, have, we have absolute authority in what we're saying. You remember Jesus came back and, and uh, when he taught the people, you know what they said? He taught them as one having authority, not as the scribes. It wasn't a man-made religion that Jesus gave us. It was God-given. That's why we can say, it, God said. Um, look, look at verse number uh, 11 here. And I, I like this now. In chapter 1 of Galatians, watch the way uh, Paul, uh, watch, watch his terminology here. He says, But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. He didn't get his apostleship from man. He didn't get his gospel from man. It was, it was God-given. That's Your faith is God-given. He gave you the, the truth. He says, For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. For ye have heard of my conversation in time past in the what? The Jews' religion. That must have been offensive. That must have been real offensive. I, I hear people say, oh, yeah, I used to be a Baptist, but I'm recovering now. I'm a recovering Baptist. Oh, they think they're so smart. You know, they get offended of some, somebody did something wrong in some other church, so they blame it on God. They blame it on the gospel. And then they blame it on the church and they say, oh, the, I, I'm, I'm a recovering Baptist. Boy, no, they're just recovering from somebody that treated them bad. Nobody recovered from John the Baptist. Nobody recovers from the Bible. Nobody recovers from getting saved, amen. Nobody recovers from joy and happiness and goodness. I, I, I'm, I'm recovering from being happy. Oh, listen. Listen, I, I thank God, man, there, there, there's a wonderful, wonderful Bible, and pe people abuse it, they, they misquote it, they, they teach it uh, in different ways. But Paul said, I didn't get this from man, I got this from God, Jesus Christ. Look at verse 13. For ye have heard my conversation in time past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it and profited in the what? 
Jews religion above many mine equals in my own nation being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. So he he called that religion the Jews religion separating himself from it uh, divorcing himself from the Jews religion where he himself used to be one of the primary candidates for the for the seat of high priest. He was a Hebrew of the Hebrews, the stock of Abraham. He was of the tribe of Benjamin. He had pedigree after pedigree after pedigree. He had the big long line of all the, uh, the official documents. He was um, on his way to be the high priest, no doubt. And then they trusted him so much, they made him their enforcer. And he took off and said, I'm going to take all these Christians and put them in jail Boy, you couldn't get two extremes, could you? I mean, he was, he was one of the most Pharisee of the Pharisees, Hebrew of the Hebrews, zealous of the traditions, a young man full of fire and vigor. And then he said, I quit. I'm going with the Christians. And then he turned around and he said, you guys are wrong. He used to be one of them. And then he turned around and he says, I'm with Peter, James, and John. I'm with Bartholomew and Thaddeus. I'm with, I'm with Jesus. He's the Messiah and you should listen to me. Oh, no wonder they wanted to kill him. He spoke as one having authority. He had great authority. Why? Did you know what it took to be an apostle? He had to have seen the risen Savior. That was the prerequisite. And, and Paul said, have I not seen Jesus? And on the road to Damascus, remember in three years in the, in the desert there, he, he, he had a time with the Lord. The Lord knocked him to the earth. He was blinded for a short time. And he went into Damascus and they took care of him. And, uh, he, and they said, oh no, this is Paul. This is Saul of Tarsus. Oh, we, we, can't, we can't baptize him. We can't, we can't take care of this guy. He, he persecuted. He wreaked havoc in our churches. And, and the angel said, no, no, no. Go ahead and do that. Do He's a chosen vessel. And, and guess what happened after that? He spent three years in the Arabian desert there in Damascus area. And he met Jesus. Jesus talked with him. He said what happened. He showed what happened. He had authority. And then he tells the Jews with great authority... And he convinced many, many people. It's amazing. Look at verse 18. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem. So he was in the Damascus desert for three years there, get as a baby Christian, learning how to uh, understand some of the scripture that he had. He had to get out of that Jews religion and praise God. He was in a small Baptist church. Did you know that? <laughs> there wasn't any other kind. Um, you say, what kind did Jesus start? He started an independent fundamental Baptist church. You say, how do you know that? It's in the Bible. Uh, you say, how do you, how do you prove that? Well, I think it was a guy named John the Baptist. <laughs> I think he, they called him the Baptist. You say, oh, I hate it when you say that. Sorry, it's the truth. What? Yeah, every single religion that God started was man-made after that. Who started the Roman Catholic Church? A man. Who started all these, all these isms? A man. Just want to throw that out. Our authority comes from 
the one and only Holy Bible. We didn't, we didn't make the planet. We didn't write the Bible. We didn't create the gospel. We didn't start the first church. Jesus started the very first church. I didn't send John out to, to be a baptizer. Jesus did. Jesus walked, I think, was almost 15 to 20 miles to get baptized by John the Baptist. Why did he do that? He said, suffer it to be so now, for we must fulfill all righteousness. And John the Baptist baptized the Lord Jesus. It's amazing what, what authority did John. Hey, who are you, John? Who, who, who sent you out here? Jesus, on what authority do you do all these miracles? Who, who do you think you are? He said, I'll tell you who I am. John the Baptist, was his baptism from heaven or, or man? Oh, well, we can't tell. Well, then you're not going to, I don't tell you either. You know, Jesus, Jesus taught them of having authority. This year, you know what we ought to do? We ought to go out with authority. Uh, Christians ought to be very strong, amen? And non-offensive. That should have got just the same amen. All right, Christians should be strong, amen? And non-offensive. Amen, there it is. Non-offensive, but real strong. I don't have to go and kowtow to another religion. Oh, listen, I got to tell you one story before we go. My wife and I, we were out soul winning one time. We ran into a Lutheran pastor at his door. And we were kind and gentle and all that. And, just, and, and I asked him, why do you guys baptize babies? He says, I don't know. <laughs> I said, well, it's not in the Bible. Anyway, I'm just having fun. But, you know, to, I want to I tell you this last story. Back in the 70s, or uh, no, back in the early 80s, the early 80s, there was a man named Lester Roloff. Does anybody know who he is? He's a wonderful man of God. He's, he he uh, tragically in 1982 was wrecked, uh, killed in a, in a plane crash. So he had a girl's home in Corpus Christi, Texas. And he would take unwanted girls that were in jail and whatnot, and, and parents would take their wayward children and their just kids that couldn't be controlled. Some of them were on drugs and some of them in criminal behavior. He had a girl's home, had the, the church, the People's Baptist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, had a great big staff and they ran the school, the, uh, the home for girls. It was called the Rebecca Home for Girls and they very, very effective. So he would go around and he would fly to all these different churches and he would raise money for the girls' home and it was quite a deal in, in the early uh, 1980s, late, late 70s. Well, what happened was the state of Texas tried to take him to court. And they said, you need a license for that school that you run, that orphanage. Well, back then, it's nothing like it is now. You would never probably ever get away with it now. But back in, in that day, uh, Lester Roloff said, no, no, this is a ministry of our church. It's got nothing to do with the state of Texas. We don't get paid by the state of Texas. We don't operate by the state of Texas. Uh, we, you don't have any say in what we teach those girls. He taught them how to sing, and he taught them the Bible scripture, and it was like an ACE school situation. So it was, it was groundbreaking. It was almost like an orphanage, but the parents weren't there. You understand what I'm getting at. 
So they padlocked, they padlocked his girl's home, and he spent five days in jail in the New Aces County Jail. And he went to jail there, and they shut the, shut, shut the, whole, uh, the whole school, the whole orphanage down. Girl's home. Shut it down. Put a padlock on it. Well, what happened was word got around to all the fundamental Baptist preachers, and they all converged down there at Corpus Christi, Texas, and they all got together, a huge crowd of them, and one man by, by the name of Tim Lee, he lost both legs in the Vietnam War. He was a uh, sergeant, I believe, big old husky guy. He stepped on a landmine and he lost both of his legs. And he was in a wheelchair and he was a preacher, an evangelist. I've heard him preach many times. He put his dress blues on, his full uh, Marine Corps uniform with all of his medals and everything. And he took a pair of bolt cutters and he wheeled up through the crowd and he went right up to the, the, the girl's home. And he got up on the porch and he took his pair of bolt cutters and he cut that lock. And the people went, they were cheering. And there's nothing that the state of Texas could do. It wasn't a ministry of the state, it was a ministry of the church. He did that because he had full authority. And guess what happened? They reopened the school. He won. We have that authority, did you know that? We need courage today. We need courage like we've never had because we might be in the fight of our life. I got to tell you, I hope you're still here with me if I have to go through something. Because I got a pair of bolt cutters. <laughs> I just don't have the nice, beautiful uniform. And I don't have the physique either. That guy was bigger than me without legs. That guy was tough. Man, he was a big guy. But I'll tell you what, we better, we better think, on what authority do you live your life? You either, you either get your authority from man or you get it from God. We have final, final authority. We're ambassadors with authority. We're witnessing Christians with authority. We have the one gospel that saves. No other gospel saves people. We have the one Savior that saves people. No other Savior saves anybody. We have the, the one faith, one Lord, one baptism. We, we have the right stuff, and I don't care what the world does. Listen, we are witnesses. We are uh, ambassadors with authority. And this year, I want you to do it with me. I want you to start thinking, all right, what kind of Christian am I? Do I have to take orders from everybody in the world? Pretty much. But, but, but when it comes to your faith and practice, you get, you get your authority from Jesus Christ. We're law-abiding citizens as far as it can go. Amen? As much as possible that lieth within you, live peaceably with all men, and teach the word, with, with, uh, speak the truth in love, uh, give the gospel up, but, but don't lose your authority over this. I got to tell you, we, we don't know what we're facing this year. I don't really care what we're facing. I just hope the Lord Jesus takes over and does things we can't do. Amen. Because without Him, 2021 might be a disaster. 
But it might be a victory. It might be really one. This year could be the greatest year we've ever had. We're going to pay this church off. And then we're going to look into new projects and try to do something new. We're going to keep getting the gospel out. Don't forget you're an ambassador, not for Pastor Shaver. You're an ambassador for Jesus. And, and thank God for it. Let's pray. Let's bow our heads for prayer.